0: You are listening to The Sex is Great with me, your host, Ashley Kelch. That's right. New name, same host. What are you going to do? Probably not much. Uh, If you do anything, subscribe, tune in, turn on, and get ready for a fun new season of guests and conversations about, you guessed it, sex. All right, let's go. Welcome to episode one of The Sex is Great. This week I am reading to you, my dear listener, a column from Tribesa, my column, not a column, my column from Tribesa that I wrote in um, December. That's right. I figured I need to kick off with the end of year one before I read the new year one, just so things feel and seem cohesive. Okay, I hope it's okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it is about um, taking my life lessons and deep friendships into 2023. I hope you enjoy it. Well, dear readers, it's official. In just a few short days, 2022 will be the year of our past, and 2023, our present future. As I sit here reminiscing about the year, I will admit that it wasn't my strongest dating season. It was an endless series of dating disappointments, from one man not wishing me a happy birthday, despite not being able to miss that it was my birthday, to the guy that asked me out on a date only to cancel a few hours before, but then invited me to an event along with six of my hottest friends, and a little bit in between. Today, I can laugh at moments like these. At the time, I felt like I had lost all hope. In fact, I was rendered speechless. I believe I started dating a woman after all of this, but it didn't take long to discover I'm not actually a lesbian or bisexual. This also proved disappointing because it meant I was back to where I started. Throw in some identity theft that resulted from my purse and wallet being stolen, followed by the loss of my mother, and I was happy to just allow whoever stole my identity to have my life. Here, you manage all of this, I thought. Oh, but did I mention the guy that I dated who showed pictures of me to his friend only for him to tell me that they talked about how big my cans were? At first I thought he said hands, so I was like totally confused. What do you mean your friends or your friend thinks I have big hands, I asked. Once he clarified, I was left feeling even more confused that I was talking to someone who would even say the word cans in the first place. For weeks, I interrogated myself, how did I let this happen? I could go on and on with anecdotes just like those I shared. I could lament and spill tea about all the nonsensical romantic experiences I found myself in, but it would be pointless, with the exception of laughing so hard we would cry. A few days before my mom passed away, I was in New York City for the marathon. I had seen that she called, but I returned her call from an Uber, unaware that she had also left me a voicemail. We were catching up about Faith and I running the marathon, and the subject of my dating life came up. I heard the excitement of possibility in your voice, Ashley, said my mother. I didn't know you still had it in you. I joked with her saying, Mom, I have spent most of my adult life dating unavailable tourist men. Note, my mom is a tourist. I've decided to put a pin in it and just work stuff out with you directly. We laughed because it was true. That was the last time we talked on the phone. A week later, I saw that she had left that voicemail and I listened. She talked about how she'd be riding on my shoulder and be on the tip of my heart. She told me how proud of me she was and that she was with me in spirit. She finished by saying, so do what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing and never look back. Well, just for a break because there are some pretty damn good things to look back on. This is actually what comes to mind as I think about 2023. Keep doing what we're doing and never look back except to find some pretty damn good things to take with us. Let's try together, shall we? Reflect and collect all that you can that was good. I'll go first. I reconnected with the man I believed I would always end up with and who promised me no one was going to love me more than he does. A story that started 20 plus years ago concluded with an understanding and an ending neither of us predicted. We don't work. Before that truth settled in, we found ourselves living out the things I always dreamed would happen between us. I got to see and get to know my mother again, albeit briefly. I let down all of my guards and for the first time since my childhood, I received her and her love, which is a love that grows stronger each day. This also opened up a relationship with my grandmother. I've yet to find the words to describe what she and I are sharing, but I know it to be a healing and transformative for both of us. I experienced unconditional friendships. Mark my words. I have the most beautiful, supportive, loving friends in my life. I don't know what I would do without them. These relationships continue to grow and strengthen, even when challenged. I may not know how to pick men, but damn, I have got the friend thing figured out. I could keep going. My mom was right. We don't need to look back too long and for too much. Just grab those precious gems and go. There's no amount of dating douchery that's going to take away from a year that also offered me deep connection and healing with myself and others, romantically relationally and familiarly. That is like the hardest word to say. Easy to type hard to say. So though some of that left me with some major vulnerability hangovers, it also left me knowing that I didn't leave anything in the margins.